The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie. Good morning once again. Lots to talk about this morning on the Hamilton Real Estate Show here on 900 CHML. As always, if you're thinking of buying a home, selling your home, there's one website to go to, and that's robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L. FI.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They are practicing safe business. So in this time of COVID-19, you know that whether you're buying or selling or even dipping your toe into the market, want to get a free home evaluation, they will do it safely to ensure your safety. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Follow them on Facebook as well. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, if you have a topic idea that you would like us to tackle on a future program, or if you have a question for the Golfie team, send us an email. Questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. Again, questions at robgolfie.com. Lots to come, as I mentioned, on the show, including... A uh, proposal in Toronto to build what would amount to the biggest building in Toronto. We'll also talk about Oakville and how that community is doing, or at least holding its own during the pandemic. And also dip our uh, toes into the market in Toronto to see how they are doing. Plus, a new RBC Economics report is out and it has some encouraging signs with that as well. But first, let's start locally here. The Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington issuing their uh, May report, and it shows that 852 homes were sold in May of 2020. Now, that's down 42% from May of 2019. However, it is up 43% over last month. And the average price for a residential property was just over $655,000. That is an increase of 10% from May of last year and also up 6.3% from last month. Guys, what do you think of these numbers? Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's positive. It's looking good. It's, uh, I think we're, uh, we're going to even see better numbers uh, for the month of June. But, uh, but yeah, definitely April was kind of uh, a month of uh, un- more uncertainty than we're, uh, we're, we're uncertain that we're certain now. In, <laughs> but back in April was bad, but... May was uh, wasn't bad. It's picking up, and uh, and things things are starting to turn around. Housing prices are still holding strong. Um, yeah, we've had it. We've had a a, a decent uh, uh, May. We, we were only down. Tw- uh, our business was only down twenty percent uh, uh, from May last year versus May this year. So we're 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 doing okay. We're doing okay, Rick. It's uh, it's moving along. Good to hear. Average sale price in Burlington went from seven hundred forty four thousand in May of 2019 to 834000 in 2020. And in Hamilton, the average sale price in May from year to year went from 550000 to $604,000. So for the first time 
in uh, in May, it's up uh, above the six hundred thousand dollar mark. Yeah, that's the first time. Can you believe that in in Hamilton, average sale price is over six hundred thousand. It's just you know what, and 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 the reason for that is there's such a shortage of homes for sale, and it's just it's keeping the the, the housing market strong. So I mean, it's, it's that all the the housing markets outperformed any other type of investment in the past, I'd say 10, 15 years, 20 years. Uh, so, I mean, if you own real estate, you're, you're, you got, you got a solid uh, investment there, but, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been, been really good when it comes to the average sale price. Robbie just mentioned that June could be very active too. And that's basically what the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington president, uh, Kathy Delanebia has said as well. She says, quote, the province moving safely into phase one of reopening has improved consumer confidence, leading to an increase in activity compared to April. If progress continues and the weather cooperates, we should expect higher activity in June. So is it safe to say that the spring market um, you know, apart from April, which was a disaster, obviously, with all the uncertainty around the pandemic, has the spring market just moved to maybe May and June this year? Can you see that happening? Yes, I, I think um, I think we're going to really see big, huge numbers uh, in June because we saw we saw great uh, numbers in May. So I, I really do think that uh, that we're going to see more and more uh, 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 business, more transactions happening. Just on Friday, uh, yesterday, uh, Rick, um, just on the Queenie, I couldn't believe how busy it was. And it, 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 it seems like it's almost back to normal, like where there's traffic. Eh? Before, before, I mean, the highways were clear, the streets were clear. But, uh, but now you're, uh, you know, we see that uh, more of the population is going back to work. And uh, so, it's, uh, so we're, so we're going to see more. Um, you know, people out there looking at buying and, and probably selling homes uh, definitely in, uh, in the month of June. Uh, I can echo that traffic comment, too. I think it was about mid-May or early to mid-May when, you know, phase one was starting to get going. Uh, yeah, a lot more people are going back to work. And uh, my drive from work to home takes me uh, pretty much down uh, downtown Hamilton along Main Street. And uh, there was one night where it went from a few vehicles to several dozen. And I'm thinking, wow, uh, has, has the weather changed? No, it's it's basically phase one and people are more comfortable going outside. They're obviously going home from work. There was a really stark difference from one day to the next, and it's been fairly consistent since the, the, the early parts to middle of May. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember basically the month of April was, was super quiet. That's where, isn't that where uh, people are driving? Uh, race racing on the highway. Yeah, well, <laughs> the they're still doing highway. that, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, but now they won't be able to do that kind of thing. Uh, they just can't hit those kind of speeds anymore. But, so, uh, but but yeah, go ahead. Rick. I was going to say, looking at the numbers in terms of neighborhoods, so you know the the number of sales in, in pretty much every neighborhood has gone down. Whether you're in Hamilton East or West, uh, the center or the mountain, uh, in Dundas or Ancaster, in Burlington or Glanbrook or out, uh, in Grimsby, number of sales all down in all those categories, which is understandable. Obviously, you know there, there's fewer listings, there's fewer sales, there's fewer people in the market. However. All those communities that I mentioned, the sale price has all gone up, whether you're in, on the mountain, whether you're downtown, the east end, the west end, Dundas, uh, Ancaster, Burlington, all those prices have gone up. And that's is that a reflection of people being confident in a recovery or just that they were thinking about getting into the market in April, but now in May they've kind of pushed or, or, or pushed the bus to, button or, or pressed the trigger? 
Um, the you know what? It just people are they they were holding off. So all the people that were going to put their house on the market in middle of March, the first of April, now they're they're kicking in. So now the people that were thinking of putting their house on the market in end of March or April, they're putting their houses on the market, and so were the people that were thinking of putting their house on the market in May and June. There, so so we're going we may have an abundance of people, and same thing with the buyers. So we're gonna get an abundance of people. Uh, looking at uh, buying and selling in the next, uh, I'd say, 60 days. So I think this summer is going to be a great summer in, uh, in you know, in selling selling your home. I, I think if anybody's going to make a move, uh, right now is the time to make a move. There's, you know, less homes on the market. It doesn't mean you're going to get, you know, like like 10% more than what the market value is. You're going to, you know, the market is the market, right? Uh, and when you put your house on the market, you don't know if it's going to reject your price or accept your price. But in saying that, is that uh, timing uh, is good right now, uh, uh, putting your house on the market, and you'll probably, uh, you know, do slightly a little better than uh, than usual uh, with your uh, outcome on your sale price. And when you look, I, I, go ahead, Phil. Sorry, Rick, I just, I just wanted to hop in there. There's such a hyper focus right now on the real estate market in regards to real estate prices. I feel like I cannot go anywhere with somebody asking me, is it true that the prices are going to go down? And depending on the, the environment and the circumstance, you know, whether it's, you know, me walking in the hallway at my condo and passing somebody, the short answer is, I don't know. But the long-winded answer is, I don't think so. And, and, and we, we've, we've gotten into this and we've, we've talked about it before. And that's what, that's what people are waiting for. There's some people that are, that are scared that the prices are going to go down and those people will you know, sit and hold and wait just because the, the uncomfortability of the volatile, uh, volatility in the market. Well, there's other people right now that are actually selling their house. They plan on renting and then they're going to hope to have the, the, the prices do come down and that's when they'll hop back into the market. Um, so there's, there's a lot of different people that, that, has, that, that are playing a, a lot of different scenarios in regards to how, how to navigate through this current real estate market or, or the current or the perceived real estate market. But the, the, the data that we have access to in, in, in the current markets that we're working in right now, everything indicates that prices will continue to increase at a moderate pace. And this is going to go on throughout the summer. When we get on the show again in June, at the end of June and into uh, July, we're going to see another price appreciation increase. And, and, and that's something that we predict. That's something that's gonna, that, that we will talk about on this show in a month from now. So, so prices aren't going to come down. There, there's, we and and what's keeping the prices stable and 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 strong is there's such a lack of inventory right now that there's multiple offer situations. If you have a good product on the market right now that's priced uh, effectively, your home will sell in today's market. And a lot of people, you know, have the misconception that the pandemic people aren't buying properties, people aren't aren't looking at properties. You couldn't be more wrong. There's still houses selling now. Now, not as many. There's not as many houses selling now. But but there are still houses selling for very strong prices. I have yeah, noticed. So, uh, go go ahead, Rob. You know, so think about this. So we we got the average sale price saying that it's uh, let, let's give Hamilton Mountain right now. Okay, so in in May of uh, 2020, uh, the average sale price was 561,000. In May of uh, 2019, it's 503,000. Okay, so. So now, overall in Hamilton, it says it's six hundred and uh, what is it? The average sale price is six hundred and four thousand. So let let let's say that there is a bit of an adjustment 
in the market. So let's say we drop down to 585. We're still going to be higher than what maybe of last year of, 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 of average sale price. So it, like, remember in 2017, at the beginning of the year, we like just things were just skyrocketing, yeah. skyrocketing, and, Ru- and people were getting ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah, let, let's put a pause on that. I, I do want to jump on that when we come back here uh, from our first commercial break. Uh, we're going to get to more of these statistics from the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. We'll talk about a new RBC economics report as well, and signs of life in Toronto and Oakville real estate holding its own as well. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today. Once again on the line, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Cartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like them on Facebook and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. Past episodes on RobGolfie.com and 900 chml.com and if you have a question for the golfie team or a topic idea for a future program send us an email questions at robgolfie.com that email address again is questions at robgolfie.com still to come how high is too high there's a company that's planning an 87 story high-rise condo in downtown toronto we'll tackle that in a few moments but we've been talking about the may statistics from the realtors association of hamilton burlington 852 sales reported last month down 42 percent from may of 2019 however up 43 percent from last month which is a great sign and the average price also up 10 percent from may of last year and up 6.3 percent from april so things are looking up and rob just before the break you were referencing uh, some memories from 2017 when the market was exploding Yes, uh, when when the market was uh, uh, blowing up in uh, the beginning of 2017, they just skyrocketed. But then after it kind of adjusted itself halfway through the year and towards the end of the year, but it was still higher than last year, the 2016 prices. So, w- w- in saying that, like I mean, yeah, maybe we might get a little bit of a correction when when uh, uh, at this fall, but we're still going to be ahead of maybe last year's numbers or maybe just uh, on par with that. So we're not going to lose much on, on anything. So, I mean, you know, everybody needs a house to live in. Uh, the population's there. Uh, people are, you know, majority or not, I'd say 95% of the people are working. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't expect to see anything. And, and then we do get calls from people that say, hey, so I hear the market's down, the market's down. And, and I say, well, not really. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it's not really down. So, I mean, and people are, are actually surprised on, uh, on what they're getting for their house when they're selling them because, you know, they're, they're reading the, the, the loom and groom of There couldn't be more of a contrast in comparison to what the, Hamilton, the, the uh, Realtors of Hamilton Burlington Association is releasing. 
than the CMHC report. And that's what we were trying to say. These guys have such an impact on our, you know, maybe not our economy, but such an impact on, on people's lives. And, and, and a lot of people turn to them for, for real estate information that when they came out with this report, it, it, it sent a shockwave through the headlines and through the media and, and had us, you know, answering questions and, and people questioning to questioning us as to what we were saying. So it, it's, it's good to see that there's a little bit more confidence from, you know, our realtors association and supporting, you know, a, a strong real estate market. And it's good to see, uh, good to see that. I know realtors, one of the main jobs is to get top dollar for, uh, you know, the, your, your client. If you're selling their home, obviously that homeowner wants the most amount of money for their property. And when you look at the numbers from uh, all the neighborhoods in Hamilton, all the price points are, are up. I mean, save for, I think, Flambro is the other one that's down um, because, you know, there, there might have been, you know, a million dollar home or a two million dollar property that wasn't sold last month compared to, uh, you know, May of 2019. But in, in during the pandemic, with the supply and demand situation that we're in, are realtors, is, is the Golfie team able to push the market? Are you able to push that price point a little bit higher? Uh, we, 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 we try to push it. Like, so let's say, let's say the, we, we can't yeah. control the market, Rick. Like we can control the marketing, but we, not the market. Yeah. Like we, <laughs> right. You know, we, we can't make somebody overpay for a property. We can't, we don't, we don't have that control. Um, but you know, what we can control is, is how we present the property, how we offer the property and how we, how we, you know, how we're able to market the property. The, the, mar- the, the buyers are going to tell you how much your homes worth. Right, we'll give you an opinion based on what we think the buyers are going to say from our professional experience. But ultimately, it's the buyers that control the market. It's not us. It's not the realtors. It's not the realtors that control it. It's, it's what a buyer is willing to pay is, is to control. It. And that's that's you know often a big misconception with realtors. You know, sometimes people think realtors are the people that are inflating the prices. Realtors are the ones who 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 are the reason why the prices are so high. And it's it's one of the big biggest misconceptions in our industry it's not the realtors that are that are controlling the market or, or making the prices go up yeah we we all we do is what, what we're trying to do is we're just trying to help them get the most amount of money as possible of course and then uh and then get them the uh, <clears throat> excuse me get them the most amount of money that's what all sellers want and now our job uh if we're representing the buyer is trying to you know get the best price for them as possible. So if we can meet with a, a seller and a buyer and they're both happy, guess what? That's what the, the, the home value is worth. Now, years ago, uh, Rick, when I first got in the business, I, I'll tell you, like I remember there was a townhouse that was worth 100000 and I had a client that wanted to buy it and, and the, the seller wasn't let, uh, letting it go for less than 105000 So there was a 5% difference. And the bank's, uh, wouldn't give the mortgage to the person unless they actually put an extra 5000 down. And the reason why this buyer paid $5,000 more and because uh, they had their family living on the, on the same street, so they wanted to be on the same street. So the value to that buyer was worth more, but anybody else, it wasn't. So, I mean, they were a little bit more strict back 25 or 20, 22 years ago. Uh, but today, you know, if, if, if you see the, a house for 500000 somebody pays, you know, 520,000, the banks will say, okay, it must be worth 520,000. They'll give you the mortgage based on that. But they were really strict way back, uh, 20 to 30 years ago. And, um, and you had to make up the difference in your down payment, uh, based on, on, uh, if, it, if you overdid pay even $5,000. 
Interesting. And back to Phil's point, you know, a home is only worth as much as someone is willing to pay for it. No, no, no different than a sports star signing a contract with a team. That person is only worth as much as that team is willing to pay the person. So it makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, if you relate it back to sports, we, you know, they talk about the free agent market all the time in, in any sport, any sport. You know, the free agent market for defensemen, there's, if there's only two defensemen that are hitting free agency, well, those guys are going to demand a much higher price because the inventory is low for, for defensemen. And, and when it comes to forwards, like, it, it, you can go with the same thing into baseball. It, it, it's the market. It's what's available and what a team's willing to pay. It's the same thing with real estate. If you're, if you're the only townhouse available in that certain neighborhood, well, you're going to demand a higher price. You're going to demand a, a premium price because if somebody wants to move into a townhouse and live in that area, well, the only way to get it is to pay up for it. Right now, well, look, what, what look. I, what I, what, and this is what I'm telling home sellers right now. I said, and, and this is a conversation that we're having this weekend that we're having today. And I'm saying, you know, your, your best opportunity to get the most amount of money for your house is to list today because in two to three weeks, four weeks, what I'm predicting and what we're predicting as a real estate team is that there's going to be eight or nine or 10 other houses exactly like yours on the market. What happens if one of those people are in a difficult financial situation and need to move immediately? Well, all of a sudden, if they drop their price and they sell for a lesser value than what you think your house is worth, well, that's an objection that you have to handle or we have to handle together to ensure that we can make your, you sell, sell your house for a stronger price because that other one's going to sell because it's going to be it's going to be a lesser value, right? They're going to, they're going to need to move immediately. So those are the, those are the, the, the conversations that we continue to have. And it, it, and it's happening in Ancaster right now. Uh, we know somebody that was putting their house up for sale and he waited. If he actually put his house up for sale probably three weeks earlier, he probably would have had his house sold by now, but uh, he waited. And as he's putting his house up, his house up for sale, and this is between the 1.1 to 1.5, 1.6 million. All of a sudden, all these other, uh, uh, all these other homes started coming up in the same price point. So now he's got all this competition. And prior, like uh, less than a month ago, there was hardly any of those homes on the market. So you know, see, timing is always a factor. So if you look, if you look at the market, and sometimes people say to us, we go to their house and say, right now, if you put your house on the market, you're going to do very well. And they think it's just a, a ploy for us trying to get them to, you know, put their house on the market so we can sell the house and and, and you know, get their business. It's not, not, not with us. We will tell you that, Hey, if you put your house on the market right now, there's only one other house in the market in this entire neighborhood or, or area, you will do very well. So they say, well, wait, but then after they call us three weeks later, say, we're ready to put the house on the market. Well, it changes things. Markets change week by week. For instance, we had, let's uh, talk about the 2017 market, how, how yeah. we talked about it on the show. And I think the best way to describe it was, it was like a tap was turned off. I believe it was the Easter weekend in 2017 when that market completely shifted and changed. Yeah, we felt and, that. And, and we were, you know, going up to that Easter weekend, it was multiple offers, tens of thousands of dollars of, of, of people bidding over asking price. And then, this, and then, and then the government kind of got in and flexed their muscles. They introduced the foreign buyers tax, even though we're not really affected by the foreign buyers tax. But they, the way they, they sent that shockwave through the news and headlines, the market completely, completely changed. And people will still talk about, oh, I was going to list my house. I was going to list my house. And then I listed it, at, you know, mid-April. And, and I, I tried to hold offers on it and I didn't get any offers. Well, you know, if you listed it three weeks prior to that date, you would have gotten those offers. You would have sold like the one across the street from you sold 
for tens of thousands of dollars over asking price. We're in that similar market right now. We're not, we're not as you know volatile. We're not as robust as that market. But what we're experiencing today, right now, we're in that market. We're we're in that market. We're we're telling people, hey, get up as soon as possible. They're, the the inventory is so low. You're going to have a a demand for your property. There's going to be a lot of attention on it. In two to three to four weeks, as as we continue to become more desensitized to the pandemic there's going to be more and more people that are going to be comfortable with putting their house up for sale and having people come view it. But when those houses come up for sale, those it's going to be a situation where days on market are going to go up. Prices are going to, are, are, are may, might not appreciate as quickly. And, and that's the market that we're going to be living in. Great information from both uh, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them anytime, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, at Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. Like them on Facebook as well. Let's bounce to the RBC Economics Report, which has some good news. Um, it was still very far from the usual bustling springtime activity, but Canada's housing market kicked into gear last month, according to this uh, report. It says May's rebound is the first step on a long road to recovery. The good news is buyers and sellers are becoming more comfortable participating in the market. It goes on to say, still we see signs of weakening property values emerging on the horizon. Sales to new listing ratios fell in Vancouver and Calgary, which could foreshadow similar declines in other markets in the coming months. We believe the severity of the COVID-19 recession will delay some first-time homebuyers' ownership plans at a time when some sellers might be in a more urgent situation to sell. This will soften price support. So this might be looking towards a second wave or, as you guys were mentioning, a bit of a bounce back in terms of prices not appreciating as high as they are right now. What do we see in this market? I, I, this market, I, I, we're finding it's, uh, it's, mo- it's moving very well. Um, we're finding houses that were sitting on the market for the last 60, 90 days. They're all selling now. Um, uh, I had a good inventory that we listed just prior to COVID. Uh, we pretty well sold all those ones. And uh, so, I mean, they were sitting and, and waiting and waiting. But, uh, but yeah, no, Rick, I, I think, uh, you know, things are, are, are moving along well. Uh, I, I, I saw this uh, report here that uh, RBC is putting out. Yeah, I mean, like markets change every month, every week. And, uh, and, they're, they're, and everybody wants to give their forecast. So, so when they're sitting in the, in the boardroom and, and the one guy puts his hand up and says, see, I was, the, I was the winner. I was the winner on that one. So I, I was right. So, but, I, you know, I, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think this fall there, there's, there is going to be a, a bit of a, a slowdown. Um, I, I, I don't see housing prices change. It, it may flatline, uh, but I do, I do see uh, in the fall that uh, there's going to be, a, you know, a slowdown. It's just due to the fact that we've been, this COVID thing is lasting a lot longer than we anticipated. This is the, this is our new normal right now. Um, you know, and once things, once, once we've got a vaccine for this, or I mean, and that, and I think that's that's when we're gonna, everybody's going to be back to normal when we have a vaccine, and, and who knows how long that's going to take. Uh, when this first thing came out at the beginning of this year, they were saying it takes eighteen months to get that. Well, we're 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 less than a year away, uh, or a year away from getting that. So I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to tell, but but it'll be the new norm that uh, that we're. Uh, we're, we're living in and uh, yes, uh, 
sales price, sales will, will definitely slow down up and down depending on uh, on on how many people are actually able to go back to work. There are some signs uh, in Toronto: forty six hundred property sales across the GTA in May, uh, less than half the number of sales registered a year earlier, a fifty three point two percent rebound from April. So that's a, a really good sign. And activity in May was still well below the seventy two hundred sales registered in February pre pandemic, but the average selling uh, selling price for all homes across the GTA last month was eight hundred sixty three thousand dollars and that represents modest growth uh, active listings also sinking 42.8 percent year over year uh, really no different from other communities across uh, Canada really in terms of their sales and, and listings and and price uh, modest price increase so Toronto really holding its own when we come back after the break we'll talk about Oakville real estate holding its own and you might raise an eyebrow on that but we'll give you some of the details when we return here on the Hamilton real estate show on 900 CHML you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samfrin in studio, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie in their broadcast facilities at the Golfie team office. Uh, their sales representatives with Remax's Gartman Realty, the Golfie team. Go online and check out uh, a number of great listings that are in our city right now. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob G O L. FI.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Check them out on Facebook as well. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Oakville Real Estate holding its own amidst COVID-19. It's the latest Remax blog at Remax.ca. A few months into the year, the global pandemic sent many industries into a tailspin impacting local housing markets to varying degrees. Oakville real estate appears to be holding its own. And if current conditions continue, prices are expected to hold steady. So I saw this headline, I saw the blog on Remax, and I thought, wow, because Oakville, you know, optically, perception-wise, it is a uh, obviously an affluent community. How can housing prices still be uh, holding its own? Well, when you look at the report, in February, had a dramatic spike in sales activity year over year. 639 homes were sold compared to 485 in February of 2019. Uh, in March, obviously, you know, we're, we're into pandemic mode, or at least the first stages of pandemic. Uh, with social distancing, businesses closing, 670 homes were sold in the region. That compared to 650 in March of 2019. And new listings were uh, just over 1,100 compared to 1,200 in March of 2019. April, obviously a different story when uh, a lot of the closures were really hitting us hard and that uncertainty was gripping the market. 289 homes sold in the region compared to 761 in April of 2019. 
and 559 new listings compared to 1,300 new listings. So the blog says, what's in store for Oakville real estate? It says there's been a steady stream of buyers and sellers entering the market. The average home price increased 9.76% year over year, reaching $1.2 million in April of 2020 compared to April of 2019. And some multiple offer scenarios continue with some properties selling for over asking. And based on these factors, Remax expects the Oakville real estate market will continue to be in high demand. Is this at all a surprise to you guys? Yeah, I, I, surprisingly, especially in a in a high end market like that. But uh, I I I'm, I guess there's people out there. They've you know they've got their business, and I I think it's more business people that live in uh, in Oakville than anything. So they, so I mean their businesses obviously are still operating, still working, um, and uh, and they're and they're you know there's a I, it's surprising like 1.25 million is the average sale price there. Uh, in, I guess that was that in April. That was uh, in right? April. In, yeah. In April. Yeah. So, and can you imagine, wait till May stats come out because May has been a busy month. So we're going to see that probably climb even more. So yeah, very surprising, uh, especially in a, an expensive market like that, that, uh, uh, housing prices are uh, moving strong, even strong. Very stronger. interesting. Uh, let's move over to Toronto. we got a couple minutes in this segment. We'll carry this uh, topic over to our last segment. I'm sure there's uh, a pair of Dutch developers that are proposing an 87 story mixed use high rise in downtown Toronto. This would be located at the intersection of Bay and Bloor. So one of the major intersections in Toronto. This obviously still requires city council approval, so it's not going forward as of yet. But this is, it would be the the tallest building, still shorter than the CN Tower, but the tallest building in Toronto. So how high is too high? 87 stories is massive. It's ridiculous high. <laughs> so so there's, there's, there's a couple things that the developers do here. Number one, they want the PR, they want the attention all on their building. They want to be, they want to capture the headlines. They want to get it out because this is this is free publicity. This is free marketing. This is this is <clears throat> they want people like us talking about it. First things first, they've achieved that. The next thing is it's a negotiation with the city, right? If you start at fifty, you might end up at twenty three. If you start at eighty seven, well, you hope to end up at fifty, right? So we we see that across, you know, not not just in Toronto. We see that through through all the you know the GTHA down into Niagara, where. People, you know, developers will go in for these massive, massive demands and ask for these, for these stories, you know, the height, the height, and, and, you know, they don't often get it. They'll get something, you know, it, it turns into a negotiation. So, you know, this is going to, this is going to create an uprising people and, and it's going it, to, it's a pretty ugly looking building too, the way it stands yeah, out yeah. in terms of the renderings, like it, it would never happen. Right. But, um, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to capture headlines and capture people's attention and, and. You know, I don't foresee them getting approved for, for that height. Yeah, it certainly has captured uh, some headlines. I do want to ask you guys a question, but I'll ask it when we come back after the break. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. <laughs> Here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML, Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie. 
sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website that you want to check out. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at 905-575-7700 and check them out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Some great things are happening on their social media pages. Just before the break, we were talking about a proposed 87-story mixed-use high-rise that is proposed for the downtown Toronto intersection of Bay and Bloor. Uh, It is a long, narrow property, currently the site of a 12-story office building. And this um, uh, facility, this building, would contain uh, 1,400 condominium units, uh, some retail space, some commercial space, uh, massive penthouses, and uh, restaurants. So uh, a sky lounge, rentable space, everything you can imagine would be included in this uh, monolith-sized building. It would be the biggest building in Toronto, uh, save for the CN Tower. The CN Tower is 1,800 feet. This building would be just over 1,063 feet. So my question is, how high is too high? How high in the sky would you be comfortable living? That's what I was gonna. I, I, I was just gonna bring up. Could you imagine living on like the 80th floor? No. Like, and I mean, <laughs> no. and, and people in New York City, like, there's you know the buildings down there are are this high, like the Empire yeah. State Building. People people work there. People you know that's where their office is. And it, the the amount of time that it's gonna take you to get up and down the elevator on a daily basis, like if you're starting at 80 store on, on the 80th floor to get down to the ground level, like you're, you're, you're probably going to stop 14, 15 times someday, 16 times. It's just your morning commute is just getting to the ground level to get in your car. You got to plan, you know, 30, you know, 15, <laughs> better pack a lunch. Yeah, exactly. No, so, they've got high speed elevators. They're moving pretty quick. Believe me. Yeah. But, me. but I mean, it's uh, like you said, it, it's, I couldn't imagine living at that height. I, I, eventually you get used to it and, and it becomes normal. And I'm sure some people out there would, would love the, the notoriety or, or the aspect of, of living of, in a tallest yeah, building living, in their city. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, but it would, it would be neat. It would be cool for, for anyways, for me, it would be cool for, you know, a couple nights, but I think it would, I, I, I think people like to live that live in, uh, uh, high rises for sure, because, you get you get a, like a really great view of the city, no matter what what angle that you're on. Um, it just you know what it depends on. Uh, it just depends on the person. But if you're a city person, living in a high rise like that is nothing. I mean, I mean we we're, we're in the Hamilton area. I mean, like if we're if we're going six floors, we think that's high. But, <laughs> but <you laughs> add know, eighty to that. That's it. No kidding. So I mean, it it just uh, it's it's just what the city living is. I mean, you know, Toronto maybe they might go for this because they want they want some buildings out there like they you know to show that hey we're we're a city uh, a major city in the world that uh, and we want people to come to the city. I mean, they've got they're going to have offices in there, retail outlets, and it's on Bloor. I guess that's that's an area of uh, like uh, high end uh, stores and everything. So you're going to get. So one, people are going to want these buildings because of the fact they'll move in because of the notoriety, just like Bill said, and 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 they're in a high end area. So it's uh, I, I think I think they'll probably they'll get it. There's going to be a one bedroom to multi level penthouses totaling 332 condo units spread over 64 floors. But as Phil said, uh, you know if you, if you're going to live in one of these, you're probably going to want one of the top level floors because can you imagine talking with your friends hey i live in the biggest building in toronto oh what floor do you live on ah the fifth i mean it just it just it wouldn't go over well yeah no kidding i think either they will have the office buildings office uh, uh set up in the between uh the, probably the the first and the in the 
thirtieth floor, and then after that, it'll go up uh, all condos, maybe from up there. I'm not sure what they're doing. Is it? Are, are the are there commercial units above or below? Uh, the, commercial are, units are on the bottom. I think it's the bottom right. three floors, and everything after that is condo, which is pretty yeah, impressive. So, yeah, yeah. So at least you could say you're on the fifth. Yeah, fifth floor. People are going to be impressed, but nobody's going to brag what floor they're on unless they're on the top twenty floors. But uh, they'll just say, "Yeah, I live in the the tallest building in uh, Toronto," and then uh, and that's it. They'll end the conversation. Change the there. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the building the building is going to feature interior glazing, uh, which is I guess a thermal envelope, uh, exterior timber rolling shades, and an outer outer layer of transparent open jointed glass, whatever that means. Uh, guys, we got to run another fantastic show. Again, if you are thinking of buying or selling a home, you got to contact the Golfy team. RobGolfy.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Thank you for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We are back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.